Welcome to Fuel, Sweat, and Science with Dr. Tip. Each week, we're going to take an in-depth look at how to avoid paralysis by analysis from all the fat loss, weight loss, options, noise, and claims out there, and move past a history of failed attempts which may have caused metabolic changes or suppression. I'm your host, Dr. Tiffany Breeding, PhD, fitness nutrition, and strength and conditioning specialist. My goal is to help you learn to balance busy, social, everyday lives while still seeing results and realize that losing weight does not have to be so complicated. Let's do this. Hey folks, it is Dr. Tiff. We are back for more Fuel, Sweat, and Science. I have the deep voice today. I am getting over a little cold, but the show must go on. So I apologize for that. Today we are going to be talking about which is more impactful to body composition, diet, or exercise. This is absolutely one of the most common questions that I get when it comes to people deciding how to position their investment, their time, their energy, especially when they're first getting started and they're thinking, okay, Am I going to pay for personal training, group classes, joining a running group, or am I going to put my time into meal prep and tracking and coaching and, you know, maybe going to see a registered dietitian or a nutrition consultant, which can certainly be expensive depending on the level and the quality of that person. And so I understand the question because often people aren't ready for both. Also, very understandable. Change is hard enough and time is valuable, especially when we get to the age where this stuff is more difficult. And at that point, most people are in a career, they have a family, they may have kiddos. Then it's a lot to bite off to really tackle both the nutrition side and the exercise side. So you know, the ultimately loaded question. For me, though, the answer is very simple. Nutrition wins that battle every time. And certainly I have some bias there, but I really do. You guys know me. I'm going to shoot you straight. I truly believe if you're only able and ready to make one change and your goal is body composition. Now, let's be clear. If your goal is heart health, if your goal is cardiovascular rehabilitation, if your goal is endurance, if your goal is bone density increase, if your goal is you know, making an impact on skeletal muscle mass, that may be a different conversation. If we're strictly talking about, I've got a little fluff, I need to lean out, I don't feel like I've got control over my body from a weight standpoint. I really want to optimize my muscle mass to body fat ratios. Then absolutely, that is a nutrition, 100% nutrition there. So let's look at how we determine our energy needs for weight loss. And we talked about this in a previous episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode Four, which we really get into basal metabolic rate, BMR, and total daily energy expenditure, TDEE, there are several components that dictate the amount of energy we burn in a day. 
the majority of that energy is based on our basal metabolic rate or the number of calories we burn at rest. 60 to 80% of the total calories we burn in a day are going to come from that basal metabolic expenditure. So think about wake up, you're not moving, you're ordering Uber Eats, binge watching TV on the couch all day, you're still burning calories. And the more lean mass to fat we have in ratio, so the higher our lean mass, the lower our body fat, the more calories we're going to burn at rest. So Body composition is an essential component of our BMR and of our total daily energy expenditure, but some other things go into that, and I don't want to go into great detail here because some of you have already heard that, but it's really gender, age, there's some genetics there in terms of our body type. Some of us just tend to hold more muscle mass than others, thus we're going to be a little bit more metabolically efficient in addition to just some of our lifestyle choices. The other pieces that go into our total daily energy expenditure outside of that basal metabolic rate and those factors that we really ultimately can't change. We can't change our age. We can't change our gender. We can't change our genetics. We can change our lean mass, but that's not as easy to do as it sounds. Total daily expenditure includes thermic effect of food, so just the heat and the digestive process of metabolizing food that burns calories, and then we've got exercise expenditure. So here comes in this question, diet versus exercise. Exercise is only going to account for up to 30% of our total daily energy expenditure, no matter how intensely, frequently, disciplined, diligently we exercise. That's the top end. That is the top end. So we can't really get more even if we train more because there's a threshold there. So yes, it's important that we're moving. Yes, there's some other impacts of exercise outside of just body composition and energy expenditure. But understanding that we only can really impact so much of our energy burn through exercise. But if we can optimize our body composition, which is more impacted by nutrition, that's 60 to 80% of the calories we're burning. So if we can get our body in an optimal muscle to fat ratio, if we can lean out, if we can control the consumption of our food, which is going to allow our bodies to have the right amount and type of energy that it is then utilizing, there's a bigger piece of that pie there that we're impacting. And so that's why I'm going to argue always that nutrition is going to win that battle. Because if we look at the energy we consume, the quality, the type, the volume, the distribution and the timing, all of those things which impact how our body metabolizes and utilizes energy, 100% of the energy we put in is dictated by nutrition choices. Nothing else is providing our body energy for fuel other than what we consume. And so that's a 100% impact on that choice, on that discipline, on that investment, 
Whereas on the flip side, only 30% of what we burn is controlled by exercise. So there's always an argument either way, right? And here's the other thing I'll say about exercise is so many people are getting so in the weeds on hits or steady state or yoga or strength or cardio or what's the perfect combination for most of us, myself included, because I am not an elite athlete. I am not a competitor. I am not trying to step on a bodybuilding stage. I am not trying to max out my 1RM front squat. We just need to move our bodies. And so there's not really any magic around how many days of strength versus cardio or hits or steady state. Yes, you're going to potentially get a different body from the different type of workout that you do, but you're still going to be burning and expending enough calories to lose weight if you're moving and consuming in a deficit. So moving meaning burning calories, consuming meaning eating, and that you're eating less than you're burning so that you're in a deficit to lose body fat. So just understand that those are different conversations when you're looking at modalities, type of exercise, strength versus cardio, caloric deficit, you're going to get calorie burn no matter what type of exercise you do. You may get more or less depending on the duration and the intensity and the type, but it's not as important to understand all those little minute details if all you're trying to do is get in a calorie deficit. Now, if you're trying to put on muscle, if you're trying to impact your bone density, if you're trying to create some adaptation for other purposes, or on the flip side, if you've had a heart scare and you're trying to build up your cardiorespiratory system, if you have been given orders by a doctor to build some endurance and walking and things like that, right, then you're doing more cardio because your goal is around those components. So I think you always have to look at what are my goals. And if my goal is to increase endurance and to just give myself some movement through the day and have a low risk of injury and be able to sustain it and do something that's a lifestyle modification, just walking is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. Hiking, swimming, cycling, things that are low impact, things that give you good cardiovascular exercise, things that get you outside, get you some vitamin D, our mindful nature, all the good things that come from that, the maximum benefit there is obvious. If you're trying to get stronger, if you're wanting to put on muscle, if you have some aesthetic goals around bicep inches or glutes getting stronger or bigger, certainly you need to be doing strength training because your goals are around those variables. But whether it's going to help you lose more weight doing one or the other, I would argue that's not necessarily as important a conversation. I also think you have to think about what do I enjoy doing? Same with nutrition. What do I enjoy eating? 
if I try to eat things that I don't enjoy because they fit a number or because I think they're good for me or because my doctor told me I should eat more Brussels sprouts, but you hate them and you can't sustain that and it's not something you feel like is benefiting your life in the long run, I would argue not to start it, but find some other things. There's a million veggies out there. There's a million protein sources out there. There's a ton of different carbohydrate sources. There's a ton of different combinations and snacks and protein powders and bars. There's not one magic answer. So in all this process, and I think that's one of my biggest goals with this podcast and these episodes in general is that I think we all overthink, we get paralysis by analysis of, I should only be doing hits because hits have epoch, which, you know, excess post-oxygen consumption, maybe you're getting another 10% calorie burn through the day. So the risk of injury, the overtraining, the breakdown on the body, the long-term detriments, the, you know, is it sustainable, that may outweigh the 200 extra calories a day that you burn over the next 24 hours because you did a 45 minute hit. So I think you got to do that cost benefit analysis on everything and always be thinking about, yes, I'm really enjoying this process. So it's worth maybe the extra energy, the extra money, the extra time, or I feel like I'm forcing this and is the benefit of it and the extra energy and time and lack of motivation and lack of enjoyment of doing this worth the outcome. So I know kind of just jumped around a little bit, but long story short, I think with this question and what we're trying to answer is what is more important in terms of body composition, body recomposition, changing your muscle to fat ratios, absolutely the nutrition side of that, in my opinion, is much more impactful because 100% of what goes in our body is based on our choices from a nutritional standpoint. And only up to 30% of what we burn from that consumption is coming from exercise. And if we can more impact our body composition through nutrition, then our basal metabolic rate is going to improve and that can impact up to 80% of the calories we burn. If you get yourself in a better, healthier composition, you're going to get more bang for your buck there no matter what kind of and what amount and what duration and frequency of exercise you're doing. So anyway, that's my spiel on that. Uh, apologies for the, the groggy voice, but anyway, it's always great talking to you guys. I will talk to you next time. Until then, let's do this. <laughs>